Welcome back to another episode of The Catalyst by Soft Choice, the podcast dedicated to exploring the intersection of people and technology. I'm your host, Cheryl Stukes. You may have noticed recently that the workforce is a little worse for wear, and we could blame any number of issues for it, from a global multi-year pandemic to the great resignation or the recent bout of mass layoffs in the technology industry. But if organizations want to succeed in the long run, it's time to start seriously thinking about how to upskill their current in-house talent and focus on the value of digital learning, which is precisely where my next guest comes in. Today, I'm joined by Kian Katanfarouche, the CEO and co-founder of WorkEra, a platform that is redefining the future of work by offering AI-powered skills assessment and personalized learning paths for individuals and organizations. Kian shares his insights in how to address some of the biggest challenges faced by industry leaders and professionals today by identifying skills gaps and providing opportunities for mentorship. We delve into the future of work and how organizations can leverage AI-powered skills assessments to keep up with rapidly evolving technology and stay ahead of the curve. Kian, thank you for taking the time. I'm so excited to talk with you this afternoon. And first off, I want to congratulate you. I just read that you received some very recent news of Series B funding. So congratulations on that. That's uh, exciting news for WorkEra. Yeah, no, thanks, Cheryl. It's, uh, it's, it's very exciting. We we just celebrated uh, this Thursday the launch of the announcement for our Series B funding. Especially right now where with interest rates being what they are and a lot of scrutiny on these things, it says a lot to the success of the company and the momentum that the investor community sees in work era. So excited for this conversation today. And uh, why don't we dive in with some questions if that works for you? Yeah, let's do it. You have a strong background in teaching and educational technology. So tell me, what inspired you to start WorkEra? Multiple things. If I go back a long time, back to my childhood, maybe I was raised in a, in a family where my parents were students at the time of the Iranian revolution in 79, and, and they never uh, quite could focus on their studies. And I know my father was always really sad or disappointed that he could not become the scientist he wanted to become and he had to deal with other factors of life. And so I was raised with the mindset of uh, education can change your life for the better. It can open up opportunities and you can achieve your dream if you keep educating yourself lifelong. And so I was always looking for doing something in education or talent related. And and I did uh, my engineering studies back in France and moved to the US in order to start a company. I met Andrew Eng, who's the co-founder of uh, Coursera, one of the uh, most famous figures in artificial intelligence. And so he had this education and AI background that I wanted to learn from. And, and I started working for him. We together taught AI classes for a few years uh, at Stanford, but also through a company called deeplearning.ai. Uh, we, we taught AI probably to over 3 million people together. So it was really large scale. And, and at that point, I was talking to learners around the world and enterprises who were buying that content. And they were telling us that, you know, in this day and age, uh, content is almost uh, too much. There's just content on everything, every single skill. There's thousands of ways to learn it. But 
we don't know what we're good at. We don't know what we're not good at. We don't know what benchmarks we meet or not meet. We need uh, a measurement. We need guidance based on those measurements. And this was really the time where I felt I don't want to create content anymore. I want to spend my time on this huge issue of measuring the human mind, measuring potential, providing guidance based on that. And that was the beginning of Workera in uh, 2019, 2020, roughly. There's there's a lot to unpack there, starting with your being raised in Iran during that time. I mean, what a what an interesting time in history and, and your parents' story of wanting a better opportunity for you to learn. I, I'm curious, if you think about work era, and I think a, AI is just in its heyday right now. Not a moment can go by without a, an alert coming to my phone about something to do with either BART or ChatGPT. Uh, definitely a lot of momentum in the AI space right now. And I'm curious, from a WorkEra perspective, how does WorkEra use AI to provide personalized learning paths for both individuals and organizations? Very, very good question. There, there are multiple AI systems that run at WorkEra. The first one is to uh, predict the skills of someone. If you look at a worker on a job, they're probably using hundreds, maybe thousands of skills on a weekly basis. And you want to help them as much as possible in their career. So you would like to give feedback on all those skills, direct their learning toward the skills that they don't have, uh, and help them improve their proficiency. Unfortunately, you, if you wanted to ask questions to measure these thousands of skills, it would take days, it would take weeks. You just cannot have someone sit down and answer questions for weeks. Uh, so there is a system that we call a skill inferencing system or a computer adaptive test that really um, uh, determines what uh, to ask someone in order to maximize information about their skills. So in a nutshell, if, if I know uh, that, Cheryl, you can do two times two equal four, I don't need to ask you two plus two because I can infer with a high level of confidence that you can also do two plus two equal four or two minus two equal four. Maybe I would like to ask you what is square root of nine. And then if you tell me it's three, I will use that information to infer what should be my next question so that in maybe an hour, I can provide you granular insights on hundreds of your skills, maybe thousands of your skills. And that is a very significant AI system that needs to understand both the semantics of skills, what's the relationship between two plus two and two times two, but also uh, using measurements that are actively being made around the world. We have millions of measurements at Workera. And so we know the probability that someone knows two plus two if they know two times two. And we can use that information as well in our system. So that's the measurement part. Uh, the other part is on learning. Once you know someone's skill set, you would like to generate the right learning plans for them. And there we have a system that is able to understand content. And now even with generative AI, uh, generate content, generate content that is extremely uh, uh, personalized because we understand the skills of someone. We understand what they want to learn and what's their gap. We can give them the exact content they need. And so it's, it's not anymore a one-size-fits-all approach to upskilling where a manager is going to tell a thousand employees to all take the same class and 99% of them is not going to take it because they're going to say, it's not what I need. It's not mapped to my job. It's too easy. It's too hard. There's not any more of that because we understand someone's skills. We can uh, generate the right content. We can orient them toward the right research publications to the right exact videos that they need. And so that's the other system, which we call the recommender system at work. 
with Kara. It is fascinating. And I wasn't expecting a math quiz, but I can confidently tell you that I still remember two times two, although both of my sons are in school in early grades and they're learning something called new math. And that's way over my head. It seems overly complicated with how how the kids are learning math today, but that's a whole separate podcast. I'm curious, Kian, from, from your experience and the research that you've seen so far, you talked about skills gaps. From your perspective, what are the skills gaps that you're observing in the workforce right now? And how does WorkEra aim to address them? Yeah, well, this week specifically, most of our clients are telling us that they want to transform their companies toward data and AI. Uh, Generative AI is a huge topic that they want every one of their learners, their employees to know. So from the center of excellence all the way down to everyone else in the company. Everybody should understand how to leverage technology, how to interact with the language model, understand what is AI, what is not AI, how to deal with certain data sets and storytell around data. So those are some of the trendy ones around data and AI. I would also add, we we launched recently the cybersecurity assessments uh, that are also top of mind for many people in the industry. As more data is generated, there is more security, compliance, knowledge around that, and cybersecurity becomes a, a bigger economic imperative for the company. And then I'd say more and more traditional industries are trying to digitalize, bring more software skills, bring more data, AI, cyber skills, Uh, We're also seeing some trends around green technologies and sustainability, where you want to show that you have a a workforce that is mindful of the planet. Uh, And so that's another trend that I expect to grow. And I hope we can continue to help our partners uh, upskill in the trend of time as soon as possible. It's timely. We recently did an episode around sustainability with Earth Day, and uh, it is definitely a topic that we're getting asked from our customers on a daily basis. And we're all learning as we go in that space as well. You also talk about cybersecurity and AI, and that's completely in line with what we're hearing from our customers as well as where they need help, frankly. And, and in a lot of our organizations and the customers that we work with at SoftChoice, we find that they actually don't know what they don't know, right? And so I'm curious if you think about any success stories of either individuals or organizations that have used WorkEra to upskill their employees to improve their performance. Are there any stories that you can share with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we have plenty of stories across different industries, but I, I, I give you an example of a large professional services firms. As you imagine, they, they care a lot about their employees and their employees are deployed on projects that have to do with technology and innovation. And so they want to make sure their talent has the top skills at any point in time. But, you know, when you're a large, large, large company, I'm talking thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, uh, you have hardly any visibility over your skills. And so, you know, this company uses our platform to have at any point in time visibility over their skill sets across different zones, across different uh, projects and different organizations. Uh, They also use it to establish a common skills vocabulary where uh, you are held accountable to demonstrate that you're acquiring a skill set on a monthly basis. Uh, You can make it also a group activity because now you have a tracker and uh, and it, it can be used in order to drive all sorts of talent management initiatives personalizing upskilling for their employees, uh, but also hiring in the context of your needs. Once you understand your team, you can now configure our tests 
for recruiting applications, which they also use. And, and finally, you can also match people to projects. Uh, it's not always easy to match people to projects when you have thousands of people and, uh, and you know, tens, hundreds of projects. And so here you can identify what team of complementary individual can be best fit for a given project. Uh, so those are some of the examples of uh, uh, use cases that, that, that we've seen on our platform. That's really fascinating. And I imagine that has all kinds of implications on the workforce. I'd be curious, the technical advancements such as the AI tools that you're speaking about and automation, what do you see the impact this having on the future of work? And from your perspective, Kian, what skills do you believe will be in the most demand? I think the one common denominator for the careers of the future or the future of work is that learning will be the new norm. Uh, things will keep changing even faster than before. So if if you look at the study from the World Economic Forum showing that the half-life of a skill has decreased drastically over the last 40 years, 80% decrease. You know, in other words, a skill on average was useful maybe 10 years, uh, 40 years ago. Now, on average, it's, it's useful maybe three to four years, even less in technology area. So if you learned uh, TensorFlow, as an example, which is a deep learning framework, five, seven years ago, the new version of TensorFlow, the latest, is different. And I have to update myself on a regular basis if I want to keep up. So learning will be the new norm for any role. You have to be ready to learn, otherwise uh, you will not be able to keep up with innovation. Then when you look at uh, generative AI, content is being commoditized and there is a lot of jobs that will have high exposure to generative AI. I tend to think about exposure in the context of productivity. In other words, the question is, if I could do a, a certain task pre-generative AI in an hour, how much time will it take me to perform that same task after I have access to generative AI? And then you look at different uh, uh, job categories. You can look at research on productivity versus exposure. And I think this will determine what the supply and demand of skills in the future will look like. We could dig deeper into one specific role category, but there, I think the, the impact of generative AI is going to be so broad that it's hard to tell you only one category that will, will change. I think a lot of job categories will, will change. It's exciting and, uh, and the, the unknown and the, and the opportunities for the next generation is, is really, really fascinating. I'd love to go back to the first question that I asked Kian, and you mentioned something that has me thinking about a follow-on question. You talked about specifically the human mind and the way that it thinks and works. I would be really curious to what your biggest learning has been with exploring the way that our mind works. Tell me more about that. I, I'd say that um, people have unknown unknowns. Like everybody has unknown unknowns. Hmm. A mentor can show you unknowns for the better. The other thing would be that collective intelligence will change the way we understand the human mind. If you look at uh, psychometrics testing, which is a, a very traditional and scientifically very rigorous field, it's existed for thousands of years. You know, even in the ancient ages, people were testing uh, when you were uh, drafted to the military. Uh, uh, you were assigned to a certain team based on certain tests or you were assigned to a certain task based on certain tests. Those tests were you testing in the context of a job. But today, with the power of data and AI, we realize that 
humans are actually very similar to each other in many ways. There are certain character traits I have that someone else has out there. There are certain skills I know that someone knows in the same way I know them out there. And so when you start measuring the workforce at a large, large scale, benchmarking it on thousands and thousands of skills, you start realizing that we are all similar in certain ways, but also unique in our own ways. And now testing in the context of the broader workforce is a new game. It's a, it's a game changer. You don't test in the context of a job. You test in the context of a job and the entire workforce of people around the world that may be performing a similar job in a better way than you do or in a worse way than you do and may teach you something or you may learn something out of it. It's a concept of a collective intelligence, if you will. I think the more we test people, the more we can understand each and every one of us and get mentorship on our skills. Collective intelligence. It is fascinating, though, around uh, the similarities between us, but then also the unique differences as well. Okay, Kian, I would like to flip a little bit. And if you think about from a hiring and business leadership perspective now, what should business leaders be focusing on to help upskill their workforce? And what can individuals do to get a leg up? The role of a business leader is increasingly the role of a people leader. We are leading workforces that are bigger and bigger, and the workforce will keep getting bigger. And the highest leverage task for any manager or executive will be how they can optimize their workforce. And optimize has a lot of different components under it. How they can have the right people with the right skills in the right roles, set them up for success, motivate them, keep them uh, uh, energetic. All of that is the a must-have skill set for an executive or a manager. And today, managers are very blindsided. If you actually look at a random team, you will see how much it's underutilized. People are doing things that they're not good at. Uh, people are doing things that overlap with other people in the same team or the same company. And what's going to happen in the next five to 10 years is there's going to be so much analytics and ways uh, to quantify work, quantify skills in order to help people be more productive, help teams lead to better outputs, that the work of a manager or a business leader or an executive will become much easier if they are data-driven, if they are leveraging those analytics. If I may give you a, an analogy, if you're a fan of sports, you, you may know that it is hard to compete in the top leagues in a sport like soccer, Premier League, uh, if you are not using analytics on your team. The best teams, they know the speed of every player. They know the left foot accuracy of every player. They know the right foot accuracy of every player. They know what sort of skills they can uh, perform. They know uh, at what pace they shoot. All of that is used in order to determine what team to put together for every opponent and to win the league. You cannot win the league otherwise. I think this concept will, will likely come into learning, into the workforce uh, in a few years, and we will all benefit from it. We will all benefit from it in the way we get mentored, in the way we grow our career. Kian, I appreciate that answer. We spend so much time talking about what is it that we need to do to go upskill our workforce. I don't believe we spend nearly enough time saying, what do we need to go do to upskill our leaders and ensure that we are enabling and giving the tools and skills to our leadership to help lead with that data-driven mindset. I'm a baseball fan, so I do appreciate the analytics less so than soccer, but uh, I absolutely understand the analogy. Okay, Keon, I appreciate you being so generous with your time. 
I, I would really love to know, and I'm sure our listeners would love to know, what's next for Workera, and where do you see the platform evolving in the years to come? Uh, Workera's vision is to enable humanity to achieve its fullest potential. So that's the highest level thing that we're focused on. And the way we, we do it is by uh, trying to, to build this AI mentor that can help individuals and organizations get access to skills intelligence. And so the company started in data and AI skills. We measure and help uh, upskill in data and AI. Uh, but now we've, we've already started launching many other areas. And in the next two years, you will see Workera going to any skill and being able to measure almost any skill you can think of, even behavioral skills, even functional skills, such as marketing, sales, product management. All of that will make its way to our platform. The second thing is trying to hyper-personalize learning. Because we have a unique information on someone's skills, and that was what our core technology was always about, we can now uh, use these generative AI methods to generate the most contextual learning that is uh, relevant for someone's job. And so that's going to be a, a huge thing at Workera, uh, where we will start helping our clients drive upskilling that is automated and personalized. So those are the big areas uh, to watch for us. I, I love that. And I'm excited for the where you're going in terms of identifying sales skills. I think just the way that our, our customers buy now is so different, particularly since pre-pandemic mm -hmm. and the opportunity to upskill on the marketing side as well. Hopefully no assessments on new math, because I won't skill well there. But if it's, uh, if it's traditional math, like I learned growing up, I think it'll be okay. So Kian, I, I imagine there are so many of our listeners right now are listening and they're they're interested in learning more. Where can we find you and where can we learn more about Workera? Uh, you, you can learn more about Workera on our website, workera.ai, or by following me or the company on, on LinkedIn, where we're the most uh, active. And I think those would be the best places uh, to find us. Thank you. And thank you for taking the time tonight. Thanks, Cheryl. By leveraging the power of AI, WorkEra is helping patch the holes in the workforce and get people motivated to learn, grow their skills, and stay relevant in an ever-changing technological landscape. But technology alone can't solve all the problems. In the end, it's the combination of people and technology that creates a powerful synergy, leading to the greater success and fulfillment in both personal and professional growth. And with WorkEra at the forefront of skills assessment, precision upskilling and learning, we have the opportunity to unlock a more skilled and more empowered workforce in the years to come. That's it for today's episode. Join us again in two weeks for another episode of The Catalyst, a podcast by SoftChoice.